Sometimes when we're waiting for uncertain news, we know the news is going to be bad. It's just a matter of how bad, bad it'll news, be. Bad news, everyone. Well, bad news. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Bad News Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Pedro. By now you guys already know these two, the greatest beards in technology. The PC master race representative himself, Christian Jimenez. Pass the drone. <laughs> and the man on the soundboards, Mr. Isaac Rivera. Lewis, unfortunately, cannot join us because he's got something called school and midterms. I mean, who, what loser does that? School uh, and midterms. Anyway, now that we've gotten our introductions out of the way, uh, let's get right down to it. The... Probably the most intriguing bit of news in the gaming world uh, came uh, out of the Microsoft Spring Games uh, conf showcase. Um, it really wasn't a showcase because they just talked about games that are already planned to come out and that the media has already seen a lot of. So they weren't really impressed. But the biggest news to come out of it was uh, Phil Spencer speaking on the future of Xbox and what he saw as potentially um, the future uh, aligning itself console and PC game coming, uh, you know, joining as one in the uh, Universal Windows platform. I mean, um, with with trying Xbox or Microsoft themselves have been trying to do that since the Xbox One, and, and and I think they're going in the right direction as far as trying to unify at least the PCs uh, gaming world and the Xbox gaming world um, with as far as um, exclusives only for Xbox and PC. You can see now that. PS4 or PlayStation is trying to do the same with Street Fighter, you know, PS4 exclusive and PC exclusive with that. Yeah. So, um, but with, I think that they may go further. Uh, I know they're going to announce um, an, uh, a, a new Xbox Live app yeah. that's coming out. Yeah. So, um, there really is. No, when you say Xbox Live app, you mean Xbox Live PC app? Yeah. Okay. So, which I think is going to go towards more towards unifying that front. Okay. Um, they haven't really tried to unify it in a way that facilitates more cross-play between the two platforms, with the exception of the uh, Fable Legends game, yeah. which I don't think has been released yet. So, um, but other than that, I mean, I think if if I'm not an Xbox person, but I think if anybody can do the cross-play and the unifying between the PC and at least that Xbox device, um, they're the ones that can. Because they're already a few steps ahead of in, in PlayStation already. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's take a step back and let's talk about the Universal Windows platform first, right? Because that's essentially what is going to kind of create this environment where you could take your game from at BX, your console, take it on the PC, or take it from that to your Surface tablet, or from that to your Windows uh, phone, um, to your Windows 10, I guess, mobile uh, mm -hmm. operating system. Uh, so essentially what the Windows platform is, is it's going to be an application that is built to 
properly run uh, on any device. So it's not a operating system that's that's not based on the operating system. It's actually going to be a family of devices. So you know you could play you can take it from your gaming pc and then you say okay cool so you know let's say uh, i'm downloading something on the computer uh, that's taking uh, that's process intensive i'm going to continue to play my game my game save lives on the xbox server i can go then to my xbox sign in on my xbox continue my game there mm -hmm. and then let's say okay cool so your girl says uh, let's go visit my parents all right i'm gonna pick up my my surface tablet and i'm gonna take it to the parents house connect to their wi-fi and again continue that same game yeah that is what they want that that is what they want um is it possible um i don't think so right away only because and it really depends on how they're doing it because there's this new game streaming stuff with this generation yeah. um with at least Sony and, and the PlayStation 4 where they um, I think it's like the PS Now it's called or something where uh, you could stream PlayStation 3 games yeah. um, and they don't I, I believe they don't really require any resources on the device um, it's called they're, they're actually so the PS, PS Now is actually a farm of PS3's mm -hmm. that they have and you're actually when you're playing a game on there you're actually playing on a PS3 somewhere. Yeah, so it does, it, and it streams the video. Pretty much. So yeah. it doesn't, it's not intensive on the graphics portion so of, of, of the device. Okay. So that, I mean, if they can roll it out that way, that's good, but I mean, then again, if you take away that requirement, you're mm -hmm. going to need uh, a good enough internet connection yeah. for that. So mm -hmm. it's going to be hard to balance that. Um, I think, especially. It, as seamless as they want to make it be between, you know, playing one second on one device and quickly picking up another one another second and seamlessly <clears throat> transitioning without having any sort of hiccups or, um, you know, reduced graphics due to, you know, hardware limitations and things like that. Well, one of the things that he mentioned was a possibility of an upgradable uh, Xbox. Um, whether or not they, he has said in the past that they are going to release a new box within this um, cycle. Mm -hmm. um, so there could be a possibility that, you know, I purchase mine, uh, not day one, but month one. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a, a, a first gen box. Mm -hmm. Then there's a possibility there'll be another one that could be, you know, slimmer and faster. Yeah. Um, that can play games, let's say, uh, to the equivalent that of, of, of a PS4. Mm -hmm. um, how do you guys feel about that and how that how that herps, hurt, helps or hurts the ecosystem and the idea that you could potentially replace parts on the original Xbox uh, to make them uh, to make it uh, you know a much a better machine a la a PC I mean um, we all know the inevitable thing was to re-release the, the console again yeah but because of last generation, they did that, but it wasn't really how a hardware do increase. We, do we know how many times they did that? For three. For, for PS3. Yeah, for, for PS3, yeah. For PS3, you had your original. The slim. 80 and your 40. No, 60 and 20. Yeah. 60, 20. Then they came out, and that's the one that had the PS2 uh, actual laser yeah. on there. Yeah. Then they switched to emulation for the PS4 dropped uh, two of the USB ports on the front and the media card reader. Okay. 
uh, and that was the 40 gig that came out, and it dropped the laser PS2, the, the PS2 laser for backwards compatibility, yeah. but did it through emulation. Mm. Then they moved to the PS3 Slims, oh. and those removed complete backwards compatibility, um, but were were better. Well, they were also weren't slimmer. a $600 device at that point. Yeah, either. obviously. Like, I, like each the one first of these ones prices were, went down, yeah. yeah. And then after that, they released another PS3 that has the that stupid plastic cover. Oh, that cover. that was the worst. I think PS that was so, the slim. The first slim was the best. So one. we're gonna go with four for the PS3. Then Microsoft went original and, and Xbox. That's, that, those are just major things. There's also revisions in between. In between those. So the PS3 slim, you could have things with two two different types. Yeah. But be the exact same thing because there's revisions within there. Gotcha. But you're not gonna count that. Um. Well, when when I say like on me, I think about just physical change. So every time that they've ever changed the look of the device, Smaller is when they've thinner. made a change that was that's worth. Should it. be four still. I, I think. okay. Yeah. So, so you know it, and and that's Sony. When it comes to Microsoft, we had the original 360. Then we got then we came with the arcade that came with a smaller hard drive. Then they came out with the Elite. The original. Mm -hmm. three then they rings. came out with the the 360 yeah. Slim. Yeah. Um, and then and that was and it. That's it. Yeah, just four. So yeah. it's just four, but the change between the the original 360 to the to the arcade to the elite was the cooling. Which, which well, yeah, because that was a big problem. Which helped then. reduce the the, the red, rings. The red yeah. rings. So, I mean, that's a significant that's a significant hardware change that they made last generation. Um, could happen. There, of course, there is no but epidemic. That, that, that's been of, happening. I mean, though. that's happened ever every. I mean, you got to think back. To the uh, Nintendo, they started that. You had the the, the Famicom slash Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Then they actually came out with a different type with a top mm. top load cartridge. And then for the set, the gen after that was the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And uh, they came out with the original one, and then the one we all know. And then the Sega Genesis actually had like three revisions. Yeah. Where they had the big one, and then they had the Genesis that came to the U.S., and then after that they released an even smaller one than that. PlayStation had the big PlayStation, and then it came out with the PS1 Slim, and then PS2, same thing. It comes with well, the... <coughs> um, I mean, I the I think the reason why the Wii did it too. The Xbox, they needed that change. They didn't. They they couldn't omit that kind of a change where the cooling would be better because yeah. that was a real big problem. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, I, I think when 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 companies say that they are changing their box, their Xbox or PS4, I'm thinking as far as innovations, things that are not necessarily absolutely needed, but <laughs> increase the quality of life as far as. Um, you know, aesthetics yeah. or increased power or something mm -hmm. like that. Whereas Microsoft could not go without releasing <laughs> so, another box without so, that fix. So 2009 IGN dropped something that their failure rate jumped up uh, at 54.2%. <laughs> Who's had to get their... That, um, that was nuts, I remember. Their failure, their, or repaired, their yeah. were repaired. 54.2% is... Insane. Uh, Ridiculous. That's Especially a ridiculous PS3 amount. PS3 oh, um, was at 10.6, yeah. and then the Wii was at 6.8%. Think yeah. about that, though. I mean, people continue to buy Xboxes. Yeah. Like the, 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 After that, yeah. They, that I, just I mean, brings I know, this failure of, of, this con, of this generation to, you know... I mean, right there, they, they, they found out 
54% of a, of, a, of a product failed and people continue to buy their product. And, and I know That's how that, good the Xbox was. I know, I know <laughs> personally people that bought three Xboxes because yeah. of the failure. I did. I mean, I had to purchase... I, I purchased I purchased the, the original, the arcade, the Elite, uh, and then the Slim. So I purchased all four of them um, for different reasons. Um, and I've had to send out multiple ones for the Red Rings. But now look at look at the position that Microsoft is in that they have to come out with something this innovative or this type of news to say, okay, we're gonna need to upgrade our box because obviously we're losing on that front. Um, and times are changing and we wanna make sure that our consumers uh, you know, ha have the or have the best opportunity um, or we give the gamers um, you know, our best product um, by be having having the box be upgradable is is that gonna is it feasible i mean what what can they do like do you think that they could do like an external graphics card are we are, are they are you think they're gonna ask people to like open up their xboxes and switch out components i mean like, they is that what we're gonna do that's something that i think that can be done well if executed well also because granted People don't have problems with opening up their PS4 and changing their hard drives. Yeah, but people, there's a lot of people that are very, very, very wary of doing that. Well, but the thing is, is if you have, if you make it as simple, you know, as the PlayStation did, which is literally place your thumbs on a cover, slide up, remove a screw, one screw, and then remove a tray, and it doesn't void your warranty. Why would you not try it? That's the only reason why people don't do it is because they're afraid that it's going to void their warranty should they ever mess anything up. Yeah, but it's a, it's also a hard drive, whereas we're talk, we're talking about replacing essential components of a machine. Now, yeah, but if you make it if you make it something simple, like let's say for example, you you have a, you have a motherboard, right? Yeah. You know, a motherboard's a motherboard regardless if it's on a PC or in a console, right? And you have the slots where everything, you know, uh it, for your add-on cards, yeah. Wi-Fi cards, uh, yeah. graphics cards, etc. Right. Um, the only thing that they might probably want to not allow to be changeable is probably the CPU. Yeah. Right. But uh, you know, if they're doing the CPU GPU combo, then it might be hard. But if they have a separated place where the graphics card can be put in it um, and make it very simple, cover everything else, yeah. cover cover the, the, the caps, cover everything, and just literally make it as easy as taking a cover off, sliding the card in. You don't have to screw anything in. It clicks in, put the cover back on. I mean, I think anybody they, they can have do to that. Make it, they have to bring it back to the N64 where you had a little click on thing, you put the expansion yeah, thing. Yeah, you had a little tool it. that popped it out. Now, you click in, it in, in like real terms, you could just have in the back and you have an expansion bay that's just, you know, you could just... Yeah. It's open, but there's nothing in it. Just with a cover, and you just open that in, and just slide it in, like you were saying. Now, I don't think that'll work, no, at all. But you guys are talking about literally manufacturing another box because I'm assuming that this wasn't part of the plans when they when they originally, you know, engineered this Xbox One. You, we, we, we like I would have to purchase another box that would be like the customizable yeah. Xbox One. We're not talking about people current, with current, original. A current, current gen, yeah. a current gen Xbox One is not going to do it. You can't even change the hard drive like easily in those. So okay, yeah, it, it's it's not there. For Microsoft to go, oh, now you could uh, open up, you know, forget yeah. the voided warranty, 
And let's try to mess with some stuff. No, it's not going to happen. I mean, you never know, though. They might offer some sort of a program where you can upgrade. For, it, like, you trade like, in your Xbox. Yeah, or you send it off. To and and you spend, like, $100 but just to think, buy the new one. I still think it's not going to work. Um, you're going to have to hope a couple things. So, if, if we're, are we going to, are we bringing it back to the unifying thing? Because I think that's going to be, that's a big part of that statement he made was that, you know, you know unifying the apps possibly making it upgradable to, I guess, be on par with the, with the PC and mm -hmm. stuff like that in the future. Um, well, I mean, just to, to... He did clarify on those statements later on when he, when he was pressed on it. Because that Polygon ran the story, everybody ran with it, and was like, oh my God, this is what he hinted at. And then he clarified and said that he knew that the PC and consoles serve different purposes yeah. and that the console was essentially a value proposition or the best value proposition for a game for a gamer yeah um so i don't think he wants to have the 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 um you know the xbox be as powerful as a pc but i think that uh i, I don't think he wants it to be as powerful as a pc i think that he just wants the pc ecosystem to be uh, more robust um, because that falls in line with what the company wants if that makes sense but I mean like they can they can achieve the upgradable upgradable Xbox if they wanted though is I mean because if you're a type of person that buys a console because you don't want to spend the same amount of money on a graphics card on a computer then you buy the upgradable Xbox, it would still have the same hardware as the original Xbox One, and then you just never upgrade it. Yeah. And then you buy your games and you play them like normal. Unless, uh, you know, you're the type of gamer that wants to squeeze every ounce of quality out of the device, then they would just go ahead and swap parts. Are, how, how sure are we that these parts are going to be cheaper... Uh, I mean, there's there's a, 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 lit, a litany of things that could happen. Um, do you are these parts just going to be you know uh, Microsoft Xbox certified parts? Um, are they going to be you know can, can third parties sell them? Are you going to put a Mad Cat's graphics card in your in well, your, no, well, in your you know with Xbox like? I mean, but Mad Cat's is different though. Mad Cat's just makes peripherals. They like you know controllers and stuff like that. What I would think, and and if I had control of it. And I wanted to go ahead and think of what we, you know, trying to switch the Xbox to an upgradable device. Um, I would go and talk to every company that makes memory cards, I mean, uh, memory graphics cards that for computers and say, hey, look, here's an opportunity. We're going to make our Xbox upgradable. Do you want to manufacture parts for it? And then it will be exactly like building your own computer. At, at that point, why wouldn't you just get like a Steam PC? I mean, but but see, the thing is, it's like... Steam boxes suck. Steam, oh. I mean, I don't think Steam boxes suck. It's just that people are so into Xbox, PlayStation, that the, it hasn't had its chance to stop, to shine. So, plus the, the option of having things be an Xbox exclusive and a PlayStation exclusive will not will not be taken advantage of if you have a, a Steam box. Here's my issue. With that, you're going to have to hope that devs... Devs could go two ways. So if you have an Xbox that could be upgraded, they could either make it so you have to buy it and it's only compatible with whatever peripheral 
and you have to buy it to play the game, which will alienate a whole bunch of other people, or they're going to have to find out a way that it could somehow detect if it has the peripheral and then, you know, jump up quality-wise or whatever else like that. Well, I think I think if they take the approach of building the games like how they build for computers, where you have that options menu, where you can change the levels of detail and things like that based on the components you have inside, or have a way that it can just auto-detect that so that you're not shutting out everybody, or you're not, you're not shutting, about, shutting out anybody at all, and just people are playing on different levels of detail. Maybe, you know, one person will be able to see way far into the distance, hundreds of feet, versus, you know, who has the best graphics card built put in it, versus somebody who has just the base level of what the Xbox came with, can maybe see, you know, <clears throat> half that, or a third of that. So, because so, that's, that's essentially what the PC is. So Exactly. So, in, in that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out a couple things. First off, I think it'll piss off a lot of people who buy a console and then now have to buy another peripheral and this day and age I don't think a peripheral is going to be cheap you know yeah. unless and, and if it's cheap enough then they should have just added it to the stupid yeah. yeah right so let's say it's a hundred dollar peripheral okay. so you're going to alienate people um, and they're going to say well I can't play better graphics or, or this or that and I think one thing that might happen is I think it might in a way, make devs lazier, right? So, so this is where I'm coming at. If you look at a, 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 a launch title on a PS3 versus what they got at the end, there it's a huge difference in in, in, perform- in, um, in quality. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with every console. You you, you look at an NES when it came out, an NES, Super Nintendo, whatever, everything. So these devs basically they grab this the code or whatever they're doing and they squeeze as much as they could out of it so that you know graphics get better as the games go out and it's not that the you know the hardware is not any better i mean you, you have these two games on the same hardware and one looks way better um i think it can make devs lazier for the fact that um you know sometimes in the pc world you have these very um unoptimized games, games that yeah. come out that you need a ridiculous amount of power to push. They look great, but I, you know, you know that if they tried harder, you could like Crisis when it came out. Oh yeah, with the memory leaks and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. So if if let's say that the 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 people at Crisis were locked into some type of hardware, they would have probably pushed a lot harder to optimize, to do all these other things, to try to get it to work on on that. Um, so I think it could make devs lazier and maybe that push of where we get, you know, the best graphics for whatever console um, it is, it, it won't happen or it might not happen as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that could be a, a con with that, a couple cons with those. Okay. I mean, and then, and then in reality, like, everybody always says that, and, and it's somewhat true, that consoles are for the value conscience uh, yeah. gamer. Right. Well, with that being said, you're gonna spend. Everybody can't live without a computer, right? Yeah. So you're gonna spend at least five hundred or more dollars on a computer. You're gonna spend at least four to five hundred dollars. Well, back when this gen came out originally, um, at the time for the console, now not counting the games, right? Um, 
that that's part of the reason why I'm a game uh, I'm a PC gamer because I can just combine that and basically make my computer my Swiss Army knife and have it do everything I want it to do. <clears throat> so, you know, but like they said with this generation, the consoles are becoming more closer to what a PC is with, you know, the AMD graphics cards that they have in there. And the yeah, components, it, and then the RAM, and and, and all that sort of stuff. That yeah. Came out with so gen. you know, I mean, whether or not what he's saying is true, and you know him being pressured, maybe he said something he shouldn't have that is going to happen, and he's just trying to step back on it, not because they're not going to do it, but because maybe he shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. But or um, that they're they're like trying to cook, or you yeah. know, something. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, or it was just an idea thrown around the table yeah. that really isn't set in stone yet. Because we all know that gamers, the second they hear something that they potentially want, oh, it's even true. if it's an if, if if it's a thought, it hasn't even been written in paper yet or any of that stuff, they're going to take it to the grave, and then that company will be criticized for that forever if they don't deliver on it. Gotcha. So you know, but um, I I would like to see an upgradable console in a, in and of itself. Now you did say Steam PC, or he did say Steam PC is essentially what that is but you know it's it's steam pc like if you're strictly a console gamer you don't even know what steam is unless you saw it in a meme, well I, I, didn't, you know? I didn't mean it as an so, exact you know thing but I, I meant it as they all run a unified os with different levels of of, of hardware yeah hardware yeah. and graphics yeah i mean I, that's think, what I, mean. I think it could turn into something like that i think I mean, Steam has a lot of money to throw at something like that. So if that is fa if that is failing, it's probably nothing to them. But I think so that idea would be better executed, not because you know Microsoft and Sony are more innovative companies, but because they are the brand you hear when it comes to console gaming. They're the brand you know. So when if they were to do that, that would probably be adopted all over the place. It would probably be a common ground and everybody would be fine with it. Okay. Uh, well, th three things, real quick. Uh, first, back to your point, uh, back to the point on, on games. Um, the Can't reason try. why, <laughs> the reason why uh, a game will have to work on PC and your console and anywhere else you want to play <laughs> it is because if they're going to move to the window, to the unified windows, to universal windows platform, the rule of the of a uni, of, of a uniform Windows app is that it has to work um, just as smooth on the highest end um, device to the lowest end device. Which means there's got to be there's got to be no difference from if you were to play it on your Surface to if he were to play it on you know your game and on your PC gaming rig. Yeah. So if they're going to do that. There should not be any issues go going from a PC to a console to a tablet to a phone um, because under the rules of a universal Windows application, that is what has to happen for it to be considered that. And now when you look at games through Xbox, they're individual applications. They've been considered individual applications since the beginning. Um, so again, if they're going to move into that universal Windows platform, which they are, uh, and they'll announce more information on that next month. That is how that is gonna go. That is how it, that should. Where's work. the game running? Is it running on each individual device? 
Uh, no. Well, it sounds like it would work streaming wise because I don't yeah. imagine every piece of hardware would be able to take a game and play it properly on its own hardware. It's cloud gaming. I mean, they're they're pushing the Azure. They're pushing the Azure uh, cloud really, really, really hard. The first game we'll see that's powered by Azure is going to be Crackdown. So we're going to see a game uh, that's going to run with intense graphic, um, you know, with an intense graphical look and uh, just gameplay mechanic mm -hmm. um, in Crackdown with a fully destructible environment. Everything is powered through the cloud. Um, so we'll have a test to see how it can handle that. Um, and I mean, Azure is one of the most powerful uh, cloud computing systems in the world right now. I mean, it's, it, it's you, you either get Azure or you get, or you get Amazon, Amazon yeah. or you get Google and that's it. So I mean the thing the thing with that though is you're you're counting on strictly uh your internet, internet connection yeah pretty much you have to hope that your It's not going to work for games like Street Fighter or like games that require fast paced yeah, movement so and things like that. There's a couple of things. So well, I mean, because regardless you know, of how good your internet is, there is going to be a latency from yeah. the server to the device that is being sent to. And and, I mean, and it's going to start small, small. but for for competition thing like yeah, things for, like for fast twitch games for competitive games yeah it's not gonna work I don't think but I mean I, it's hard we'll I guess we we'll have to see yeah we'll I see. mean I think it'll work it's, with it's like, super interesting like this is this is great that, that I, we're actually you know speaking about something that, this innovative I mean I think it'll work with games like that are single player like Fallout and stuff like that okay. you know it it because there you there's not really a very big dependency on frames and latency and twitch act you know reactions and stuff like that so um the the other thing is is that this inevitable movement to a cloud structure with anything in life gaming or businesses is you have this impending uh, uh, uh scenario that could happen which is ddosing ddosing can occur when you're playing a game like smackdown or whatever um with the destructible environments and things like that what happens if the server gets ddosed do you get dropped from the game does the world not even react to your actions anymore like what happens yeah. you know and that's where having all of that hosted off of your own device is you know better that's yeah. that's where that is better yeah. so it's you know i mean no matter how you want to think about it there isn't a way to avoid ddosing no matter how hard you try, there's a someone's gonna find a way around it and DDoS the servers, which is something that's common with the console gaming yep. world with Xbox Live and, and Christmas and, and yeah, yeah. And, and the PlayStation Network going down every year on specific holidays when they know that there's gonna be the most people playing. Yeah, and, and I mean that's you know that happens um, to to both consoles. Um, you know, Nintendo's probably the only one who's kind of immune <laughs> to that right now. That's because um, it doesn't. Yeah, like, no you, one, yeah, no yeah. one really plays yeah. online like that. Um, yeah, but I think, I think right now where we're at, I think we're in a very intriguing moment in, in gaming, uh, where we're we're possibly looking at that change. And I don't think at first. Uh, I thought that the change was going to be virtual reality, but I think the change is going to be uh, moving from physical discs 
and, and and actually physically having containing the game on your hard drive and your system to a more of a cloud-based gaming where you can go to any device. Uh, I mean, even the NX uh, from Nintendo has been rumored to do the same thing. Uh, we really don't have too many concrete, uh, uh, too much concrete evidence on on that front. Uh, so I don't want to speak on it um, because it is a rumor. Uh, at least with with you know with this, we've got the head guy, the front man, uh, Phil Spencer, at detailing uh, mm -hmm. kind of what he feels, what he wants to see out of it. Um, point number two, um, I wanted to to address was the Steam thing. Um, this is a move where you we could potentially see Microsoft alienate customers um, or PC gamers that use the Steam ecosystem because all of the games that are going to come out on PC are only going to come out on the Windows Store. There haven't, they haven't made any indication that they're going to come out on Steam um, nor that they want to. Now, they could blow our pants off and say, oh my God, we're partnering with Steam yeah. and now every Windows 10 PC is a Steam box too and then we'll just, well, you know, everyone will well, the thing, cry the, in happiness. The thing but. is with that though is that they've already done that with the Gears of War Ultimate Edition for the PC. Mm -hmm. um, it's only available in the Windows 10 store. Which is... Uh, that. <laughs> Is that a good? Is that a good move? I don't think it's a good. I move. mean, the thing is, is other companies have been making that move before. It's just that you guys don't notice it because in the console world, you don't have to rely on a third-party app to launch your games like on the PC, like Steam does. Like Steam for a long time had Battlefield, bad company, and something happened where bad blood occurred. Like something happened where they got bad blood between EA and Steam, and Steam and EA separated. And this was the first of a, the the first step into a downhill motion, um, <laughs> into this whole entire world of everybody following suit with this. But what 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 basically happened was is they 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 had something wrong. Cue the machine gun. He's taking shots. It it made bad blood between Steam and EA. Yep. And what happened ultimately was is that they separated themselves. And any future EA games that came out, they have their own Steam version of a launcher. Yeah. So called um, uh, Origin. So any and doesn't Chris, matter. How good was Origin when it came out? <laughs> it's, it's it's really a piece of crap. It it really <laughs> you was. You don't say. Yeah. So it was really bad. I mean, it's gotten better, but it's annoying to have to download twenty-seven launchers. Like right now, I have Origin. I have Ubisoft's launcher for the Division and you all play. of their games. Uh, yeah, the Uplay uh, system, which I know with consoles they have something that ties to the Ubisoft account. But it's not the same. It's thing. like no. Ubisoft Club or yeah. something. No, it's, it's it's it. You still get a Uplay but it, account, it, yeah. but it's not the same thing. Not, yeah, not entirely the same. You know, it, it, it's not like it's not like where where you guys could pop the disc in and play the game. I would have to download the launcher and then play the game. So, you know, so I mean, walk, it's, walk me through, walk me through that because what, what, what? From the way I understand, this is me outside looking in. Is I purchased the game from Steam. Then from Steam, I have to go to UPlay. No, and no. In some cases, activated. yes. In some cases, yes. If it's a Still? Ubisoft game, yeah. Okay. If yeah, I so. buy Division right now yeah. through Steam, yeah. it's locked to my Steam account. Okay. I can, I can start it from my Steam account. Yeah. You know what it does? It opens the Ubisoft player. Okay, so that okay. Like so what? I know. What if it's like Microsoft it's, it's decides like, to do that? It's it's like Inception of DRM softwares inside of each other, and it's freaking <laughs> annoying because <laughs> it's yeah. like it's. 
because I bought a bunch. There was a point where I tried to get into Assassin's Creed, um, yeah. and Which because I wanted to know point. why everybody was making a big deal about it, and I went ahead <laughs> and uh, bought it because they had it on Steam for like you know buy the whole entire collection for like ten bucks, right? So I bought the collection. How could you not? And what I had to do was. Um, once when it downloaded, right? You know what it downloads? The player, the the launcher, the UPlay launcher, right? It doesn't even download the game. So then I have to, <laughs> when I double click on that, it opens yeah. the U the UPlay launcher, and then I have to go in there and activate my freaking key in there, and then download the game. So really, at that point, there's no point in even downloading it from Steam. At the it, uh, unless you the want overlay? unless you want achievements, that's really the only reason why. So, right, so when I played, I was still, I, I was still back in his day, ladies and gentlemen, playing PC games when the when, origin, when they didn't attach third party DRMs. Well, to not itself. only that, but when the Origin thing came out uh, for uh, Battlefield. Yeah, it was Battlefield uh, Three, I think. So yeah, I have to, you know, you go there, you have to download this stupid uh, add-on for the browser, mm -hmm. then you open up the game, and it actually opens up your browser. Which then checks the add-on, and then the add-on starts running to and then, then start loading servers it. And stuff, yeah. It starts loading from servers from the, the browser itself, and then you have to click, and then it starts searching. And if it connects, then it'll bring the game back up and do it. Yeah, and I mean that sounds that that makes you play sound way more tolerable because like when when EA decided to do that with Battlefield, that was the worst thing they could have ever done. Because it's like, how many doors do I have to step through till yeah, I get to what I want to do? Then the, the, the plugin gets out of date. You have to update the plugin before you can play the game. And then you can't go online if you don't do this or that. And yeah. So to me, and this is just me, but I feel that console gamers may not be the peasants. I mean, yeah. my, <laughs> 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 I mean... Honestly, if you got to step through three different doors to play a game, that all I got to do is go, okay, I'm going to go to the store shelf to Best Buy, I'm going to grab this game, yeah. and I'm going I'm to put it in my box. Now my box has to install it, but then when it's done installing, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I mean, don't I'm lie. Because the good. second you launch that good. game, there's a 35-gigabyte <laughs> update that now you have to Well, no, it do, that doesn't not, it pre-does it pre the update, too. So, like, now that I'm done waiting the hour... <laughs> That's when they install the game. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing Thank I have you, to say. PC. The, the, the one, that's one thing I have to say, though, is that consoles are better in that respect because they kind of gray the line with the garbage of all of the launchers. Like, I was okay with Steam. Because back when Steam started, it was just Steam. Was Steam. And that was it. It was glorious. Then, you know, and it, was, then, it was cool. And then, it had the overlay. You could chat with your buddies on the overlay yeah, while you're playing the game. It, it was like whenever you wanted to play a game, that was the only thing you needed to download. Because practically every game was coming out for Steam around then. Um, as soon as Call of Duty did it, everybody else did it. Right? And then you had World of Warcraft come out. And they didn't add a launcher till about four or five years ago. So they did the launcher, but Origin did it before them, and then Uplay did it, and then now they have GOG, which is like Steam, but has more indie games and is more DM, DRM free games. So meaning, meaning that it doesn't rely on Steam being installed in order to play it. So you can buy the game through them, download the game like The Witcher, install it, and then uninstall GOG and then play it. So um, 
it's just it's just a menagerie of just windows that get opened on my computer when I start it up because it's like you play Origin, Battle.net, Steam, and it's like oh my god, you know. But granted, for most of those launchers, I don't have any games that I'm really interested in. So <laughs> they usually just sit there and I don't play them. No, so yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. So is this the life? Is this the life of a PC gamer? I have I have software installed on my computer that I barely use, but I need to just in case that one day that I get an itch and say, "Damn, I gotta get that." I gotta yeah. Get and, that new, and then that, that <coughs> he hasn't even talked Assassin's about some of the Creed. other DRM thing like Punk Buster. If yeah. you get a corrupted Punk Buster. And, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Bro. And and there's other group. There's other there's other um, gaming developers that are using something else now called Battle Eye which is like punk buster so um but like for my uplay i don't play anything on uplay because all it is is assassin's creed and i don't play assassin's creed gotcha. um the only thing that i'll probably play consistently that's on uplay is maybe the division is probably the division um for origin i would probably say the only thing i played the most of was battlefield games other than that it just sits in a closet collecting dust essentially um uh, you know, I usually get bored of Battlefield older. games after like two months, and yeah. and then I'm done with it. But Steam, I'm always finding myself going back to Steam because they usually have the best games in their in their environment. So, um, so um, Chris, how many Steam games would you say you have? And out of those, how many do you think you've played? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would say I would have close to maybe seventy five to one hundred. And I have uh, a lot of them I haven't played. Um, I mean, just I just recently beat Arkham Knight because it was sitting there for so long. <laughs> and then I recently beat Tomb Raider also. All right. To, so. to be fair, I'm going to cut them off. That is not an uncommon thing when it comes to Steam players. Why? Because they'll do these bundles of... A couple dollars that includes like yeah, humble ten games yeah. or something like that, and you really only want one of the games, so you stash the rest, and then you end up with like 180 games that you've played like five. Yeah, which is yeah, I'm pretty sure I have like 100 pretty, games. Pretty <laughs> um, so let's bring let's bring it back to the to the Xbox. Uh, oh my god, Xbox <laughs> Store. Um, and there's and people that have more too. So. Essentially, what Microsoft is trying to do though is trying to, you know, bolster up its games with Windows, or games for Windows lineup, and do an old-school Steam thing where you don't have to go through anybody, you don't have to go through an Origin, you don't have to go through uh, a Uplay, and you can just get the game from, you know, the Xbox Live Store, download it, and that, that's all you do. I, I think that there might be... There's... I think it's a, a Trojan horse. And the reason I say that is, I think, um, you remember Xbox, the, the initial um, reveal they had when they started talking about you can't resell the games. Yeah. Everyone went, you know, nuts. Nuts. Like that. Yeah, nuts. I think with a unified system like that, because with PC, you're tied to a serial number. Yeah. And if you're going to make a unified game, yeah. you can't all of a sudden not have a serial number on a PC. Yeah. And then, I mean, I mean, I guess they could, but then... Nothing would stop them from from just copying the game. Right. So I, th I think in regards that this whole unifying of um, OSs, K 
can be um, a type of almost like a Trojan horse um, where um, if y'all remember when Microsoft came out um, and their initial reveal they came out with the fact that um, the games are going to be tied to accounts and mm. Uh, almost like PC is, where you know you have yeah. your serial numbers, you can't really sell it. You can't you know, trade you're, it. You're kind of yeah. yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah. Outrage, pure outrage. So what I'm thinking is, if if they're going to be unifying this game to Windows 10, then the only way for a PC uh, at this current time to uh, is is through serial numbers. So mm -hmm. are they going to make it to where you need a serial number in order to tie it into Windows 10 as a unified thing? Mm -hmm. And then that's how they maybe get their way into uh, cutting into the resale business, the used games, because that's a multi-billion dollar business also, um, to where they feel that the devs and, and themselves feel like they should get more of that money. Could this be a way of, of that happening? I mean, I think I think what they're going to do is what they did with their first game. That's going to that is um, pretty much across. It's a game that's available on both platforms, which was or is the um, Gears of War, where you can't access the store. It's like Apple or Android. You can't access the store unless you have a live account. Okay. So you can't. Well, not that you can't access it, but you can't download anything. So, but he was talking. We're gonna go into Xbox. We're gonna pick it up on the PC yeah. or laptop or whatever, and then we're gonna grab the Surface and then head out the door and play. Uh, is that gonna be one license, one purchase, or are you gonna have to purchase so. for every device it. you have? If it is one purchase, it's gonna be tied to you. You can't get rid of that. You can't sell it. it it'll work. It'll work like Microsoft 365, where it's tied to your account. You tell your email. So they, yeah, I think that's how they would do it. So it's it's basically they're doing what they originally talked about at the beginning of having this tied. I mean, it, it, yeah, per perhaps perhaps. I don't want to go get well, the tin foil, but and start making a hat. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like we're getting into conspiracy theory territory with this conversation. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and pivot into. Uh, some more pertinent info. Some more pertinent news. Uh, Be on the lookout. It's a Trojan horse, people. <laughs> uh, you make a great point. Something that no one else has made. But hey, if it is a Trojan horse, you heard it here first. Um, so Tuesday, the division comes out. Uh, there, there won't be a review anywhere. Period. Uh, because Ubisoft... At least until after, a little while after. Yeah, yeah. Ubisoft decided to not give out pre-released review copies to anybody, uh, which means reviews will actually begin the day of, which will be midnight on, on Tuesday. Let, I'm going to make a quick uh, point about that. Do you, do you all believe that no one's really going to have it before Tuesday? I think so. Uh, you don't think someone who has a lot of pull in the game can maybe grab it, you know, a week early when it gets to a Best Buy and they get the boxes... Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean that's possibility. I mean, Apple, Apple puts hard dates on everything, and you see people, famous people, uh, yeah, months sometimes beforehand. Um, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with, uh, if they get it, they won't, they won't release a, a final. Oh no, no, definitely they can't by Friday. 
Um, but I think that if, if uh, they have a majestic review by Wednesday morning, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it, th- this is this is uh, uh, number one. I think it's a bad play for Ubisoft because it really doesn't show uh, confidence in in their product at all. If they're not going to give you, it's, a, it's a kind review. of scary because yeah. it's like it's, it's like they don't want people to know if if the game is a bad game, which I don't think it will be. If there's something that's just complete trash. They want people to buy their game first. Yeah, they, they want their money in hand, and exactly. then they're gonna give you shit. A, a, yeah, and and exactly. the finger. and that, exactly. and that's gonna no. suck oh, because yeah, it's gonna suck because those players that wait like to read reviews to decide whether they're gonna play it or not. I, I don't think that. I mean, if if it's someone like uh, who waits to read the reviews, mm-hmm. I think they'll just wait a little longer. I think it will catch a certain percentage of people, though, that just want to buy it because of all the you know the hype everyone's buying it they're, they're catching I'm, me i'm buying it, I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah exactly i mean they're but the thing those. is with a, with a game like that it's kind of those games that you kind of don't want to be late on because it's an it's essentially an mmo yeah you you want to get and you don't want to be behind because by the time that you're late and then you get up to the max level <clears> and you're like hey i want to go do an incursion which is what essentially they're calling something that looks like raiding um <laughs> uh you don't want to be late to that party because then who you know all your all the people or groups or whatever that do that are all filled or already have people in place to do that with and you're just sitting there you know like like the last kid in dodgeball picked it for the team you know that yeah you just you just sit in there and you're like well i I don't have it's like the destiny effect like we got destiny Right, I got it before I got it for PlayStation, the first one before you know you jumped on and Taken Taken King, and I just gave up because I was like, well, everybody's tired of raiding and nobody wants to go ahead and let me experience raiding, and that's something that you can't do on your own yeah. unless you're extremely high level compared to what the level of the mobs are. So it's like, what do I do now? Now that I can't do that, and that's literally the only thing you could do if you don't PvP. So. I just gave up on that game, so you know you don't want to you don't want to kind of be late to that, and that's why I think with this specific game, it's a bad idea to be one of those people that are like, oh, I'll just wait till the review comes out because then you're already you you could potentially miss out on a big chunk of the game, which is essentially what happens after you hit max level. Yeah, you're absolutely you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, it, it's horrible for the consumer. It's great for us because we're. Uh, a, a small company trying to trying to make it up make, make it out here and having an, a level playing field where we could potentially you know give you guys our opinions on things and give you guys video content on the game uh, and we're gonna potentially get more views yeah. um, but for the consumer I mean it's a gotcha game right now if the game sucks it's a gotcha game if the game turns out to be good then we got lucky that we went in blind and purchased the game before you know, before we even saw reviews. Now, now, Chris, is that a uh, a design flaw maybe in the MMO? What? Where, like you've got if, the whole if, race. If you if you're not Ray J and you're not doing it first, you're kind of just a, a a flopping fish. I mean, nope. it's not it's not it's not done intentionally by design. That's just essentially how it works. It's there's no real way around it. When content comes out that you have to tackle, you know, you want to be the... Not that you want to be the first to, de- to defeat it, but you don't want to be the ones to get into the game when everyone else is burnt out already. 
That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, like, it happened in World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, I played for, you know, for as since it's been out. But with the most expand, the most recent expansion, like, I got bored, stopped playing for a little while, played again, you know. And then by then, everybody was tired of raiding. So I didn't have anybody to raid with, and I had never raided before. So it's like... There's nothing for me to do, so then I just stop playing again. So it just comes. Same with, thing that happened with Destiny. It comes with the territory of any. MMO. It's just anything, any MMO that has an end game, which all of them do, will will. If you're not there when it's fresh, then you're potentially lose out on ex- having that experience because if it's so heavily reliant on others and the social aspect that you can't do it on your own. Okay. So if you don't have enough friends or you don't have people that are willing to do it with you, you just you lose out on that portion of the game. So, and we're we're running up against it. So, but before we before we you know we let the our viewers go, um, let's talk about the year uh, the year plan that leaked. Um, how do you? What are your first initial reactions? Um, uh, do you think that it's going to help uh, year uh, year one division gamers uh, and compare it to a recent MMO like game? Uh, such as Destiny, please. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, I think it's good that they outlined what they have in store for the game. Um, I kind of didn't like the fact that they are advertising two free updates. Um, I mean, updates should be free. That's not like you know. That uh, updates to what? It they're they're saying free updates that have content in it that are not paid. So. Uh, the incursion update, which is going to occur in April, a month after it's released, um, it, it, it's labeled as a free update. So you don't need to be relying on the season pass or a DLC that, purchase. I think that's to get a, that. uh, something so. that they should announce just for. I mean, everyone else, every damn. The reason why they announced is paid. The know? reason why they that announced that is because at some point when they were doing the the closed beta and the most recent beta, there was people asking, including streamers, because they were advertising their game and they had game devs playing with streamers on Twitch, uh, you know, answering questions and stuff like that. And the, one of the most relied questions, uh, or one of the most asked questions was raids, because that is a core part of an MMO. Before MMOs started, back in the day, MMOs essentially just had a PvE mode. That's it. Rating. That's all they had. This whole PvP stuff happened way later on down the road. So that's all that people care about. But they kind of dodged the dodged the question and was were like, you're going to have to... They literally said this on a stream and said, you're going to have to buy this in order to find out. They said that. And it's like, but that's not a yes or no answer. So you're telling me to buy the game and you didn't really, you know, tell me that I'm getting what I'm what I want. So now, thankfully, they've kind of announced it. They announced it very vaguely, though. They didn't. They didn't go into trouble or, or, or go into depth with what it fully entails. They just listed as you and your squad mates go against a powerful foe. That's that's literally it. They you know they had they they didn't have very much in the trailer. They didn't have very much to that section. It was maybe five seconds of like squad mates shooting things, mm-hmm. and that's it. So, um, it's not, I mean, it sounds like they're, they're putting a cheese on a, on a mousetrap. I mean, yeah, I mean, they could be. I understand movies being mysterious, but. Yeah. 
uh, you're paying, you know, eight bucks for a movie, and, and you kind of expect it to to buy something that you buy for what the game is and the features in the game, and you're not knowing, you're going in blind. Exactly. Is, and is that unprecedented? Uh, I mean, that's a common thing now. Yeah, a- absolutely not. I mean, so, people ask for your money. They they say, okay, cool. This yeah. season pass is forty dollars. We'll let you know what's in it after you buy it. So that's exactly. Like, uh, Battlefield does that all the time. What? Yeah. They'll they'll. Well, Batman did it. But that, that's uh, not a core. That's not a core thing. That's like saying um, Street Fighter coming out and be like, "Yo, you got a whatever mode." They're like, uh, "Buy it and you'll find out." Yeah. Oh, you mean that? No, no, no. They. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's it's, not a it's, common it's, it's, thing. Yeah. Season passes. I feel it's it's on a different level versus. Hey, in, in this game, are you gonna have a versus mode? And they're like. Buy it and you'll see. Yeah, no, yeah, that, I didn't. Garbage. That left a bad taste in my mouth. That, and even the streamer that said that that when he was done and he, he got off with the developer and stuff, he he addressed it to the stream and he he basically said that that left a bad taste in his mouth. He didn't like that 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 was a, a response. Um, that, that's that's unacceptable. You know, eyes. because I mean, granted, they did put it in the in in the stuff in the trailer now, thankfully, um, which kind of resolidified my purchasing of the game, but. Um, it's. I I think what it was was that they didn't have an answer for that because that wasn't in their minds to put in the game. They had no intention of putting that in the game, but because they saw that it was a big enough deal to the fans that they decided to put it last minute in a trailer so that they can say that they're going to put it in an update a month after it releases um, because it's already too late to do anything about it now. Bro, you get but you're going to give the devs a month to create a raid. That's outrageous. I know. Take I mean, time. there's I mean, nuances I, I, to I, I it. Yes, yeah, there's mechanics. Yeah. There's, yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it was, hey, you know, we're already getting very close to the deadline. If we start now, you know, B team, go start working on this, and try to, you know, we'll aim for a month after release while the rest of the people finish the rest of the game. Yeah, they could have done that. They could have separated or segmented some of the some of the developers out for that. I mean, I'm not gonna hold my hopes too high for the rating. Because it really sounds like a an afterthought for them, so I don't think the quality of what these incursions are going to be are going to be as good as what people think they are going to be. So, um, I mean, it'll be something to satiate that need, but it won't be something oh my god amazing like World of Warcraft level rating, or you know, because that's like to be. Rating back in in the original WoW was like if if you want a perfect rating experience, you want to aim for what they did. So, but they don't. I don't think they have enough time for that. So okay. So uh, we'll announce it right now. You're taking point on uh, reviewing the game for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 review will be on you know the Bad News Tech website. Uh, you'll do uh, you know daily check ins as you do it. it, um, it like a, a review in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get your early one word, yes or no. Are you excited about this game or how? No, let me let me rephrase that. Do you feel good about this game after all of the negative comments that you have just said regarding the marketing of this video game? Let me get this ready. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not as excited as I, as I was, but. I'm still very excited for it. So, um, but 
we won't know until it's played. I mean, unfortunately, that's the way it is. And oh, it, you're wiggling out of it. You do know, you feel good about the game? Yes or no? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I do okay. because I needed, okay. I needed something to take place of my World of Warcraft obsession. So. Okay. And I think that this game will be it. So I, uh... I'll say I don't feel good. Yeah, but you're not gonna get it. <laughs> Just from the mousetrap that y'all getting set up in. Um, they're leading you to the to the to the to the edge of the mountain, bro, and you're gonna have to jump and hope that there's a, a soft cushion on the bottom. I mean, it's happened before. I mean, it's okay. I mean, uh, the battle is uh, Star Wars battle uh, battlefront, same thing. Um, How'd that go? I don't have the game anymore. <laughs> that's how that. That's how that went. Um, I put it on PC for 40, so it's not uh, that big of a deal for me. I'm going to go with a, yeah, I feel good about it. Um, still not sure what console I'm going to buy it for because everything, like we said, like I said in a previous podcast, shows in terms of their marketing that it is going to be a huge Xbox, a huge push on the box. I want to get it on the Xbox, but you guys have it on the PS4, so I'll probably buy it on the PS4. Um, and by you guys, I mean Lewis and yourself. Um, but I hope a huge push doesn't don't have to do anything with the game. That's just Microsoft said, "Yo, I'm gonna pay you more than Sony." Uh, but I think more of the the, con- the, the features, future the stuff, content, yeah, the future stuff they, will they, come they'll they'll raid, they'll get the, the, the raids. The raids will come a, a half an hour before. A half an hour. Half uh, not an half hour. an hour. I'm sorry. Uh, half an hour. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at time. Um, Thirty days before. Oh, so I was about to say half an hour. They get they get they get a month they get a month before to uh, raid to to raid. So I'll be raiding while you're waiting. Yeah. Mm. Um. So there there you guys have it. Uh, we feel our initial thoughts before we get the game are we're not impressed with the way Ubisoft has uh, handled the marketing of the game, but we are still uh te- we've tempered our excitement, but still feel good about the end result. Um, like Ubisoft said, you'll just have to wait and see after we buy the game <laughs> how we feel about it. Uh, we'll have updates uh, for you throughout the week uh, and a uh, video review. Uh, I don't want to promise it, but maybe I will. So we'll probably say Friday. Or uh, we'll, soon. Soon. Yeah, uh, soon. We'll have a, a video discussion as well. Uh, he'll give our official verdict. And then you'll see a video with myself and Lewis on it, uh, alongside Chris, uh, discussing our thoughts uh, on the game. So uh, it should be fun. We have uh, mouse traps and Trojan horses. Yep. Uh, also, we're gonna apologize. The camera did uh, lose battery, or something happened with it. So you, it's gonna be a little skip, a little bump in the road, but y'all, y'all could uh, get over it. <laughs> All right, that's been uh, <laughs> episode number eight for this week. Uh, see you next week. It should be an interesting show. Later. Peace. There's no news like bad news.